We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. It feels like Miami. Miami, Miami. Miami, Miami. Miami, Miami. Miami, Miami. Miami, Miami. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heapy Podcast. I'm your host, Giancarlo Navas. And with me today is not producer and co-founder Brian Goins. Brian is um Brian's in charge of uh of our t-shirt empire right now. So Brian's locked away in a dungeon, making sure that we get our t-shirt store up for y'all. Uh in his stead, our professional screw-up, Alex Toledo. Yes, sir. What's going Alex, on? A pod, by the way, people can also listen to Alex on the Five Reasons Sports Network, co-host of Five on the Floor. So you do your work. That's where you make your bread. So you make your money. Not over here. Correct. Yeah, that's Alex. Alex is big time. Alex is credentialed. Uh, we're not credentialed. Alex is credentialed. We were credentialed. That was a long time ago. It was feels worst like, version of big time ever. Feels like forever ago. And I would walk out to Hassan Whiteside's locker, and he would hate me. This this feels like eons ago. And now you know they have a good team. Uh, all these smiling faces you see, and by the way, if you're all, if you're a podcast audience, you can follow all our shows live here on Twitch.tv slash MIAHeapy. Get involved with chat. Be a part of our shows live. We do live pregame, postgames, and all our pods live on Twitch. So join us right now at Twitch.tv slash MIAHeapy. Uh, on the right of the screen, Sandis Findiari of the Light Years Podcast. What's up, Sam? You've been on a bunch. It's good to have you back. What's up, guys? How you doing? It's good to have you. And on the bottom of the screen, first time on the program, I've been wanting to have you on forever. The great Andy Lou. You made a fatal error, but thanks for thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate you, listen, it. Listen, we aspire like I've I've talked to Sam about uh, this a bunch. He Twitter and Warrior Twitter, I feel like we're kin. And you would have fit in so well 
<laughs> with like big three heat Twitter. Oh, yes. You know, that's the good thing about be, having a rooting for a team that was the villain. There's really no villains now in today's NBA. But back then when you had LeBron at the peak of his powers, athletically, mentally, all of it, and just people hating him for the first seasons, first few seasons, oh, like I feed on that. Like that would have been the best just for social media and content. There's nothing better. Well, like I love now, like now you're you you have pitchforks against poor Steve Kerr. Like what you you you're out here like slandering Steve on the timeline, which is my favorite because like I I we experienced Heat Twitter, right? And Heat Twitter now all of a sudden we're turning on Eric Spolstra, which I heard you guys on the pod saying, Well, one of the only upgrades to Steve <laughs> Kerr is Eric Spolstra. I heard Spolstra. about that, yeah. And Heat Twitter is like, Well, fuck Eric Spolstra. Why well, who can we get Steve? Can we get, you know, somebody else? I think that's funny. I, I heard trade. about yeah, I heard about I'm that. Not, That's I'm crazy not. that that my, you're not. <laughs> I'm not. Fuck. I'm. I'm not dumb. Like yeah. it's it's in, like Alex, you've seen it. It's insane. Like, and I I think kind of. And we're gonna get into some of the. We're gonna get into some of Wade's comments on Curry. We're gonna get into a preview of Heat Warriors. That's tomorrow. We're gonna get into general NBA stuff. But I, I like this is a good place to start because like fans' reactions to shit that I don't think they fully understand. Like they just see the Heat run a, a revolving door of dribble handoffs, right? And they see, like, the Heat not score because, you know, Andre can't shoot and teams are helping off him on the corner. And then all of a sudden... Oh, oh we know about is, that. Is, <laughs> it's great. Dude, it's insane. Like, Jimmy's running high pick and roll, and Andre's man is like, I cannot guard you. And uh, you're going to shoot because Andre Andre's a willing shooter. Uh, and and it's just been a disaster for their offense. Like, uh, did you... Was that something that you guys went through a lot? I mean, you guys had much better shooters than the Heat do. It makes life a lot easier, yeah, when, when the Warriors had uh, – they could deal with Andre Godala. I think the, the ironic thing is now the Warriors are going through the same problem. So it's – they like, even if they had Andre Godala, like, we're busy yelling at Kelly Oubre, and Kelly Oubre is a good – like, he would be an elite three-point shooting option over Andre Godala. What we do miss, and I'd be curious to, to see your take, is we miss Andre Godala being able to understand how basketball is played. The way that uh, the way that Steve Kerr likes, the way that Steph Curry likes, because I think the the big issue is now the Warriors have a lot of guys that don't know how to play basketball, so they pretty much have Steph and Draymond kind of. They're like teachers. They're like middle school teachers, <laughs> and they're and they're like dragging guys along. So that's kind <laughs> that's kind of how it's going. Andre smarter than all of them. I feel like that's Jimmy. Welcome in, Brian, for producer and co-founder. Brian goes, Brian. I thought you were doing. I thought you were working on our T-shirt empire. What's going on? <laughs> Put me on this graphic saying I was going to be on this podcast over Alex's name. I thought Alex, I thought you were banned. <laughs> so, like, can we see? Can we see designs in the new T-shirt? Brian, you have T-shirt designs. You want to like show them up on your phone? What do we got? We have a uh, trust disposed. Oh, we'll, wait, no, we yeah, we'll, we'll unveil. No, Sam's not going to trick me into unveiling our tip our, our T-shirt <laughs> empire. I could, okay, I, I could show one. You're not going to trick me. You're not okay, Brian. You get that ready. Um, I'm working on. I'm working on a pretty fun one actually. Why are you in such a dark room? What happened? So you witness protection. In. It's just it's just dark. I mean, it feels no. dark. What is that in the back? I've never noticed that picture. It looks like you're up to something. That yeah, it was a SB autograph poster that I got on eBay like five years ago. That is uh, incredibly lame. Uh, but okay. Well, per- thank you for joining us. I thought you weren't. Um, yeah, then, like Andre. Really closely, there's a Miami Heat beat poster. Oh, look at that. That's old. That's from like 2014. Yeah, there's a there's wow. a Bosch and a Wade one right yeah. there. We've been, we've been running this for a bit. In the front of me, but uh, <laughs> I have a hot side one here for some reason. I need to throw that out. I have yeah. a pitch for a t-shirt idea. You need, you need to make like a Mount Rushmore of heat legends. It's gotta be like Wade, Zoe, 
Um, Preseason Gerald Green. Udonis. Um, and then, and then, um, you by know, Mount Rushmore, you want me to like Photoshop their faces? Yes, yes. I need like, I need Wade, so I, I need Joe, I need like, Whiteside. You guys White are like, side. you guys are like the kings Beasley. Of, Beasley. of merch. Chalmers, Beasley. Um, <laughs> I have a question because you guys are like pretty much like the, the kings of merch right now. Like your, your limited drops are like the best things ever. How does oh, that we work? We, we, and we should we start doing for... that? Because, shouldn't like, you just? Shouldn't you ask this after the show? Shouldn't we? Just <laughs> no, 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 no. We gotta know the ins and outs. What are we gonna talk about? The heat. I liked Andy's talk about how Draymond and Steph are middle school teachers, and I feel like Andre's kind of the same. Andre's babysitting Casey Apollo, who never plays. He's he's trying to teach Kendrick Nunn and Duncan Robinson how to play defense. He's failing at that. Fuck Andy. that. He deserves zero coverage. Andy, he's so mad. Andre's so mad all the time. Like he'll start yelling at Duncan or he'll get in their ear. It's it's incredible. Like I, I feel bad for him because he sat out the year in Memphis because he didn't want to play for a bad team. <laughs> Memphis looks pretty nice. I'm not gonna lie. You guys could do him a favor, buy him out of there. Get him out wow. of there. Oh, they, they need that contract. They need uh, that that 50 million dollars to match salary for a trade with Bradley Beal. They they need it. <laughs> It is, Sam. It is crazy how how the similarities are the same here right now. The Warriors also talk about Bradley Beal nonstop, and they also whine about how dumb the players are outside of Steph and Draymond. It is literally the same thing. I feel akin to you guys. <laughs> yeah, no. Heater, Heater officially my, my Eastern Conference team. We got we to uh, relate culture to culture. We're trying to out-culture you. You've seen what the Warriors have done with, with Andrew Wiggins. I, I don't know that the Heat can match that. That's culture. That's that's what we thought we would do to Wiggins. Andy, uh, Sam, we would we would talk ourselves into Andrew Wiggins. You know, if, if uh, sh- shout out to Chef Trilly, hashtag free Chef Trilly, uh, would, would convince us that Andrew Wiggins, Alex, Andrew Wiggins with culture. Hey, look, uh, look, I'm not going to say too much because two, three years ago, I'm pretty sure if you look in the Heat Beat archives, like you'll find me being like, yeah, the Heat could turn Andrew Wiggins into a player at some point, like a trade deadline article or something. No, I mean, look, Wiggins has looked like a really good perimeter defender for the Warriors. But, I mean, look, man, they got Hassan Whiteside paid a max contract. So I think that's that's tough. I think that's tough to beat right there. He, they got him 100 mil. Isn't and they Wiggins- got multiple teams offering him that during that summer. Hey, Warriors got Harrison Barnes 100 mil. That's so- oh, man. That's I mean, been my he guy. Would take Harrison Barnes. Here, I've man. been pounding the table for Harry B. Did you guys nickname him Harry B? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Does he we like that? Have. He probably doesn't like that, right? Does any as any Warriors player like anything that I say or Sam says? Like outside of Steph, well, probably. Katie like um, Katie like Sam, doesn't he? He's like you. I don't. I leave that up to Sam. Sam tried to keep Katie in the bay, and Andy, Andy, and Ethan Strauss ran him out. Now that was all, Ethan. Was all right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Andy didn't, write, Andy didn't write a book. He just he book just sales, shot out huh? some tweets. Book nope. sales. Yeah. Got a, uh, shout out to House of Strauss. Good show. And Andy, you were on recently, right? Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was on the yeah, yeah, yeah. Ethan. The that, that that pod that he did with Bogut the other day was really good. I, I recommend our it, it's more general NBA. And if you think the Warriors are interesting, check out that because that was really good. As well as and Andy and Sam's pod, Light Years, and uh everything on Blue Wire. Blue Wire is dope. We have we have cool shit on Blue Wire, so check out the Blue Wire family. Um kind of want to talk what you what you got, Brian? Your favorite podcast is on Blue Wire. Which one? Tim MVA's podcast. Oh yeah, we're having a we're having a guest. We're having Tim at Tim NBA on on. Uh, I, th- I thought we squashed this beef during the final. He's coming on now. We're now we're friends now. We've come full circle. I love that they're familiar with with the whole. No, yeah, no, Sam knows. Oh, I'm very familiar. With Sam is management. <laughs> Sam knows. Sam knows that I was mean to Tim. Anybody on with an NBA Reddit knows. 
Yeah, everybody with an NBA writer. I was the main character of Laker Twitter for a day. That wasn't very fun. They're mean. They're mean. Oh, I put my account on private because I got scared they were gonna dox. Yeah, me. Brian <laughs> Brian Rant. <laughs> Brian Rant, guys, it's the finals, right? We have he haven't been in the finals since it was 2014 and 2014 Twitter was the Wild West, right? Like yeah. it's not that way anymore. Ooh. Ooh. I'm I'm operating Ooh. under big three Twitter sensibilities, and I you know, whatever. I, I got a little ahead of myself. I was mean to oh. people, and then yeah, I got I got I was left alone. A Brian little? left me out. Huh? A little? A little, a lot. I mean, everybody left me out to dry. I was out, I was out there by myself. I was yeah, everyone, everyone likes to talk trash, and then someone says something that's supposedly across the line. Also, it's like, whoa, man, well, yeah, that's not cool. That's not cool. It's, it's the same thing every day. Yeah, <laughs> Twitter uh, gets divided like before 2014, after 2014, right? Like, I think that's the the fair way to divvy it up. I mean, because hey, if you haven't if you haven't scrubbed your pre fourteen tweets, I mean, what, right what, what are you really doing? I mean, you're, you're you're living on the edge. Is um, that Mark Cuban app still around to delete old tweets? <laughs> was that Cyberdust? Is that what it was called? <laughs> I think so. Ahead of his Genius. time. Um, I want to talk about. So Dwayne had Dwayne had a comment that Steph Curry is his favorite player to watch in the NBA right now. Uh, Hi, IQ. Player, player. IQ guy. And I kind of feel like Steph's 2000, uh, Dwayne's 09 season and this like Steph season are really similar. And I, like, not just because they're both like excellent, incredible top 20 all time players, right? It's it's more of like, you know, it's it's Dwayne with a bunch of dudes, right? And then like maybe, you know, what maybe one guy that's like you can count on every night. And Steph's kind of playing the same, right? Other than Draymond, and he's not much of a not helping much on offense in terms of a space or a score. <laughs> no. I mean, he's just he's a he's a fucking basketball savant. But other than that, you know, it's it's it's, it's rough. Spacing spacing's out there is rough, and you know they're about five hundred. And I I kind of feel like this is who the Warriors are. They can beat anyone on a given night, and on any given night, their offense could just not work. And if Steph's not putting up thirty on fifty, forty, ninety, then you know, good luck. <laughs> Unless somebody else has a has a random good night, and I I don't know I, I kind of Sam and you you had tweeted um some some number that like Dwayne and Steph and Harden and Jordan are like among a small list oh, of right, guys yeah. who's like fifty percent from two on on um with like a certain amount of scoring or whatever like th- their seasons over, like over what I was gonna say for their career over fifty percent from two for guards who've played over a certain number of games. Like it's really just like Wade, Jordan, Harden, Steph. Like, which is just an absurd list when you think about it, because most guards I mean, most guards get stuck taking hard shots from outside. So to be able to make over fifty percent of your shots as a guard for your whole career, pretty impressive. And Dwayne didn't play in space, right? Like I see Harden, you know, Harden gets to play with you know, yeah, Daquan Cook, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> Daquan and Jermaine and Udonis in the paint. Like I, 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 you know, I was watching. Like, and I've said this whoa, on the whoa, podcast. No, no Darrell Wright slander. No, I love Darrell. Well, Darrell, he was only played, good when he got to the Warriors. That's the Darrell thing. only played one year here. Like he, like actually only played one year. He was here forever and never played. Played one year. Oh nine, oh ten. He was good that year. I was upset that they, Alex. You remember? I was upset they didn't sign him and Q Rich for the for the LeBron team. You talking about Darrell? Darrell and Q Rich, that would have helped. They could have used Darrell, man. <laughs> they really could have. I could use Darrell now. I mean, their their offense is so bad. Um, but like I don't know. Like I I I, I like the I like the comp between Steph and Dwayne. And like when you have a guy that can do anything on any given night, I know Steph's not the defender he is, Andy. But like you, you're essentially just watching 
to see him do some crazy shit. Like at the end of the day, like I don't think you're expecting to maybe maybe bother a team in the first round, but like I don't I think the season's more about the individual than like the team success. Nothing has got I was telling Sam this, yelling at Sam this morning. Nothing has gotten me more angry this season than loving Steph and watching him play and then having the rest of the team piss me off just constantly. <laughs> constantly from organization to the coach to to the to Brad, I'm the like Brad Wanamaker. I feel bad that all I do is make fun of Brad, but who cares? Whatever, he's making like three million dollars a year, he's and bad. it just it's <laughs> it's all all I do. Like I love Steph. We all, I mean, I think most people enjoy watching Steph, and he's fantastic. He looks like he's you know back to MVP Steph, and I just every time I got to watch Kelly Oubre dribble into three people in transition and throw up a, a, a half-ass eight footer, I just I punch a wall. <laughs> That's how the season's going. Look, you know, we're, the, the parallels are there, man. Like, I feel like a lot of us kind of feel that way with Jimmy and the Heat. We're like, Jimmy's kind of doing everything right. And I think everybody loves Bam for sure. But um, I think we've all kind of seen that Bam still has a lot to go as, as a scorer. And everybody kind of wants him to be there faster than he is. He, he can't punish guys on switches uh, consistently enough. He can't. He doesn't get to the post on smaller guys consistently enough. Uh, and, and Jimmy's just kind of the one who's always doing the right thing and always stepping up, especially now when they need to climb themselves out of a hole. And Jimmy doesn't want to play like this. It's like, oh, my God, the rest of this team. And then you, like, you're talking about Brad Wanamaker, like being that premier signing for the Warriors. It's just not looking that great. <laughs> That's our That's Mo Harkless. Avery Bradley and Mo Harkless. Wow. Like, <laughs> it's similar situations right now. I kind of right off of here because you said he was a premier signing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was your guy. That was, that was the big parallels movie. are there, man. I want to say that the one difference between Wiseman and Precious were were teammates. Oh my god! The one uh, the one difference between this and uh, Wade's '09 season to me is Wade was um, he was 27 that year, right? Or 26, 27 ish. Yeah. And so while he was like clearly in his prime and very much one of the three best players in the league, no matter what LeBron stands want to tell you. he had a lot of he had years ahead of him where he knew he was good. Right now, what we're dealing with with the Warriors is like Steph is still one of the three best players in the NBA. It's it's hard to deny that when you watch him. And but he's turning 33 in less than a month. And it just feels like this team is kind of like they should be all in committed to trying to compete for a title for the next couple of years while Steph is still playing at this absurd level. Um, and instead they're, they're doing this like long game thing, thinking they could be the Spurs and like, they have like an eight year window and that's kind of what's frustrating. I kind of feel like the heat behaved the same. I mean, like in the big three, like they really thought that this would be forever. They Luol called it was going to be the continuation. He was an extended. No, it wasn't the even the wall. Dang. It was Josh McRoberts. And who was the other motherfucker they signed? And Danny that Granger. Year? And Danny Granger, right? Like Pat's, you know, they drafted I, I Shabazz. Like, that, that was what they went into the pitch. South with. Beach Aristotle is, is out here giving LeBron the, these guys that nobody wants. Uh, and it kind of blew up in his face. And, and I mean, I, I know that this hasn't really happened to the Warriors, but like Miami kind of waited for Giannis, waited for guys to be available. And they got burned, and then they had no cap. Like they had, you know, they let guys walk. They had hey, no cap similarity. <laughs> yeah, they had no cap space to, to improve. They're just waiting on Giannis. They're waiting on 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 a whale free agent. And that guy signed a supermax. Beal apparently wants to stay in a, an abusive relationship and doesn't want to leave Washington. Yeah, really. And mm-hmm. they didn't want to pull the trigger on Harden because they felt like the, the the Houston Rockets asked for too much. And now they're sitting here staring at. 15 more Arkless minutes as they lose to the Clippers third stringers. It's like, 
what the fuck are they doing? You know what I mean? Like you watch and the, the team has clear ailments and, and I don't know. It, it's, it's for, like, I, I, I can feel you Andy. Cause like watching this team, it's like frustrating. And at least like Steph does cool shit every night. Like I'm just exhausted watching Jimmy. I feel bad for him. Well, you guys have also been like the most, um, have you guys had the worst luck with COVID? I mean, I know yes. for like a month there. Just, I mean, yeah. have you had your whole team one game? Like literally, like they had eight guys, and Chris Silva was like guarding Joel and beat post ups. It was really sad. So much Max Drew, so much Gabe Vincent. Like it's these guys are really earning the hell out of their two way deals. Like they're get they're they either get, they're getting so much bang GTA. for their buck on those deals because they're playing them so much. It's been frustrating because Goran, Jimmy, and Bam have played sixty six minutes all year. And Goran now is out with with the groin injury, and at his age, you know, you you get a groin injury. God, God, God knows how long. And he was clearly rushed back the first time because you know they felt like you know they were treading water. And and now you have an issue where you know Jimmy's not only playing heavy minutes, he's like playing almost all the second half, but he plays a taxing style, right? Like you know, I know that Steph's kind of going in the paint more and 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 kind of you know kind of getting up on penetration enough, but. Jimmy can only get free throws. Like Jimmy's not a good shooter. Jimmy's not a good mid-range shooter. Like he can get a little bit, you know, if he gets in his bag. But I mean, most part, it's it's going downhill. It's going to the rim. It's offensive rebounding. It's getting fouled, and it's exhausting. It's taxing. It looks like it hurts, Alex. It looks like it hurts. He's getting oh, it whacked. Definitely hurts. Oh my god! And like and that's why I think he does his load managing thing. Like remember last season when everybody was kind of complaining, like, "Oh, why isn't Jimmy uh, giving you you know twenty three plus every night?" And everybody was kind of complaining about his averages staying around nineteen. And I, my theory throughout the season when that that's kind of how he load manages because of his play style, or like he can't do that one hundred percent, take it to the cup as much as you maybe want him to throughout the game throughout the season because he's already past thirty. He's what is he thirty one at this point, and you know yeah. turning that up in the playoffs and just doing it for such an extended period of time, like that's got to be really taxing, man. And you mentioned Goron and Jimmy and Bam not playing together a lot. That's obviously really important because those are probably their three best players. And you know Goron, not probably, <laughs> no, they are, they are. And Goron being out, like how you said, has exposed that problem where without him, like you really lack another guy who can go north south, who can collapse the paint, like you said, another shows and like without Goron and somebody who's clearly on the decline as a 34 year old point guard with leg injuries like <laughs> it's time for a shakeup, man and it's hard to like I, I understand the, the criticism on Spo I think it's fair because there is so much of the dribble handoff stuff and Bam is really taking advantage of it when teams overplay but uh he can only do so much with the roster that's in front of him like these guys cannot do that much as far as what they need them to to actually add variety to the playbook because I, I do agree they need to add variety. Like, I don't think they should be relying on Duncan as much as they, they are right now. And, uh, you know, with Goran being out, it's it's pretty limited, man. Tyler can't do it on his own, by the way. Like, I think that's kind of what we learned. He's that he's improved, but he can't do what Goran does. He has to be next to a handler, like like you pointed out. I'm, okay, so I might... Yeah. What do you guys think of, of Tyler Hero as a player? Because I feel like he's slowly becoming a lightning rod in the sense that like anyone who's not an elite player, but also not like a role player. And he's not, he's, he's better than a role. The he's Michael Porter jr. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I I feel like different people have different expectations for what they think he's going to, what he is as a player now and what they think he will be as a player. So I'm going to give you some, some stats I, I kind of was digging today. So Duncan and Tyler without Goran and Jimmy, the Heat have a minus 14 net rating on a 101 offensive rating. It's just total shit. 
when Duncan and Tyler play with Jimmy, they're plus nine net rating with a 112 offensive rating. Now we're getting somewhere. When they when Duncan and Tyler play with Goron, plus 17 net rating, 128 offensive rating. When they don't play with another ball handler and creator, they can't do shit. Tyler can't hub an offense, and obviously Duncan can't hub an offense. But I mean, uh, let's be yeah, it's not his role. Color a surprise, right? But like yeah. you know, those are you know, and, and those guys like because I was thinking about it in the context of like can those guys exist together? Because Tyler is going to be the guy that'll fetch you return for a star, right? Like Tyler's the guy that they clearly believed in. The organization felt this guy is going to take a leap where he can be an elite ball handler and scoring hub that we don't need to get another guy. We can get Avery Bradley and that's fine. We don't need to get another score because like clearly in the playoffs and against the Lakers, you know, they needed another score. And I know that guys were hurt, but like even, even before that, it was clear that they, they needed another guy to get points from the perimeter and they don't have him. He's a lightning rod here. Like he's polarizing. Obviously like there's a lot of elements that go into that. You know, people, people like the spunky white kid. Like it's just fact. Like that's shocking. Like, and if yeah, no, like and and he has like good. these stands that, and he's good enough to like justify some people like loving him. But like you can't say a bad thing about him. You can't suggest to trade him. Like honestly, if you had tell if you told me right now I trade Harrison Barnes for Tyler straight up, I'd probably do that. Oh, I do that. I do. I would. I would give. I like that take though. I love the choir of booze. That was fun. That was I would, Brian's, I would Brian's like shaking his head. He's so disappointed. Same. Same. I, I would give anything for the Warriors to be able to identify talent, talent like Tyler. Hero. Like I don't even know that. I don't even know that Hero's ever going to be an All Star. I think he's. Gonna Do you be think really he's special? Good. I don't think he's special. I think, I think he he's a second year guard. I think he's a second year guard who's averaging 17 points a game, reasonably efficiently. And he can create his own shot. And that's all I'm going to, all I'm going to say to you is the Warriors so drafted right Jordan Poole and Jacob Evans and a lot of these guards who, uh, who can't do anything. So maybe he's not a superstar, but he's objectively a win at what? 13th, the 13th pick. Is that what oh, it was? Yeah. Huge win for that pick. Absolutely. It's a huge win. And look, yeah, G, by the way, that back. <laughs> Everyone's bad at me on chat. Everyone's bad at me. Everyone's yeah, bad. I'm reading this pretty funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you want to Kendrick Nunn back. Yeah, do you guys miss Kendrick Nunn? At all? You know, look, he's not. <laughs> he's the Warriors' not, goal is to have no one who can dribble the ball. Yeah, like he, oh, can, he not, can't dribble I've either. Seen, uh, but I've seen, but I've seen him take three dribbles without turning it over. Number one, I've seen him I, make a three pointer. Number two, I mean that clip. The, the, look, the standards aren't high here. Like we've got Jordan Poole, you know, in the G League. He was a first round draft pick. He's in the G League, and he Sugar. had his first game. He has his first game yesterday uh, that he scored thirty points efficiently. Before that, he was scoring like twenty three points on twenty three shots in the freaking G League. So you know, we'll take Kendrick Nunn because because we are stuck with the likes of Jordan Poole and Nico Mannion. Nico. Nice in the G League. Yeah, you better be nice in the G League if you're if you're. Oh, you know, I, I like I like this deal. Do you want to make it for Nunn and Harkless? <laughs> it's, it's so, let's, Yo, I would let's swap our garbage. Let's swap let's our garbage. Oh, I would do that. I would. I would do that right now. I would drive. So I would drive Brad to the airport. Yeah. I'm so, Can we I'll go back none. to Gianni's take of trading Tyler for Harrison Barnes? I I, think maybe I jumped the gun a second. Maybe I jumped the gun. <laughs> yeah, I no, I just jumped the gun. Harry, like Harry is Harry B is a good fit. He's what they need. They need a power forward. They literally don't have one. They're playing poor Kelly Olynyk there. Uh, they they don't have any scoring from the wing. Harry's been good this year. He's almost 50, 40, 90 shooting the ball well. 
you know, he's a switchy defender, which, you know, they don't have a guy at the floor that can switch reasonably. <laughs> Not that he's a stopper, but, you know, he's, he'll survive. And anything to play less Andre. Because, like, in the bubble. Their best asset just for, I mean, their best non-Jimmy Dam asset for Harrison like, I, What do we do after that? Like, is that it? That's the only move that we make? Is Harrison Barnes the guy who had, like, the worst NBA Finals in history? <laughs> oh, Tyler wasn't much God. better. We, we, uh, we, uh, Tyler wasn't much better, Brian. Like Tyler was pretty. Oh, bad. that's that's not fair. That's not fair. I felt bad Tyler. for Harrison Barnes. I felt so bad for Harrison, especially because Draymond was like lighting it up in Game Seven, and, and Terry just couldn't shit. How do you guys experience that? Well, uh, Alan Smiley Geach might be a good backup guy for, for Bam. <laughs> um, I know that that's Ooh. a good one. You guys ever heard of him? No, yeah, no, yeah. No. So you were saying you were real, saying how Duncan you know, be a player. Did you just I went to Summer up? League two years in a row. I, I know a lot about Smilajic. <laughs> Guys, just made that a lot, a lot of people are calling him the Serbian wilt. So Oops. that's all. Awesome. Could be the next Nikola. Like he's he has a good back to the basket, high IQ. You know, I think he's balding at age nineteen, which is very impressive. So uh, yeah, could be good in South Beach. Looks like Ingles, right. hybrid. LeBron, LeBron bald, balded at a young age. Yeah, balding at a young age. I mean, oh, this is true. <laughs> they have they have so much what do you like so what do you comment. guys <laughs> so we we need players like that i think some i forgot who said it man i think it was on heat beat somebody said uh that this heat team is devoid of players that you can consistently make fun of like they have been in the past and you guys having smiler just for consistent content like i i really miss that I think I think we're the I think we're the reason he tore his meniscus. They're just like these guys are roasting him too hard. Let's just <laughs> let's give him a surgery. Doesn't oh, no, that's, that's what happened with Myers. I'm pretty sure it's what <laughs> yeah, happened that's with what, Myers. That, that, we we couldn't make any more standing anthem jokes, and now now he can't. Now he'll not stand for a while. Um, <laughs> oh, ever since he stood, he's been sitting. <laughs> he's been sitting. He's he's at home playing uh, Call of Duty or or whatever. He's, yeah, I mean they, they don't have. It, it just gets us upset because like. You have Olenek, who you kind of need to play well, and you can't make fun of him for his goofy hair or anything. You just got to be like, hey, K.O., like, got to hit some corner threes, you know? Like, got to move, got to... It, it's tough. It's it's tough. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys, like, from the outside, because he'd have obviously underperformed, and, and we can sit here in our um, in our Heat Twitter echo chamber and, and make excuses, right? We could say, well, they haven't been healthy. Well, Goran hasn't played. Well, if you look at the numbers, and, and if these lineups are on the floor together, you know, they're playing winning battles. Like, we could do all the... We could do all the bullshit and we could talk ourselves right. into once they get healthy, blah, blah, blah. But like, like Sam, like you watch, you experience the scene from the outside. Like you watch, like what, like, do you think like they, they just suck? Like what? Like, is this who they are? I've literally given them a pass because they're the most yep. COVID laden team in the NBA. Um, I don't buy that. They're not going to make the playoffs one. Like the East sucks. They have too many good players to not just like, they can put together a three week period and be fine. Now, if your question is, do I think they can compete with the top teams in the East this year? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I don't know. I don't, I don't know where it's coming I think it's just Phil. I really just think it's Philly and Brooklyn. I don't. I think Milwaukee's just as big of a joke as they were last year. Oh, jeez. Um, well, I th- and, I'm, I'm with you though. Their defense ooh, is falling off a cliff, I think, and uh, I think I think you I think the Heat are at this point capable of getting up to the same level as every team other than Brooklyn and Philly right now. That's where I'm at with them. And yeah, I mean, it's the same reason I don't really roast the Lakers too much. It's like, yeah, you guys played till mid-October, I'm not surprised you look awful right now and it just looks like a bunch of dudes who don't want to play basketball. Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball player strikes out when the bases are loaded. The best golfer sometimes three-putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you for free with two-day shipping. And the whole process is discreet and straightforward. Getting started is simple. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete the online visit today to connect with the doctor and take care of it. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 to get $15 off your first month. Look, that's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. Get to roman.com slash heatbeat21. Go get started to save $15 on your first month of treatment. Denver had the yeah. same thing. Like Denver started off really slow, right? Like well, Denver, I mean, we're Denver one in 10 against shit. 500 teams or above. Yeah. And, and, but Jimmy and Bam have only played like for three of those. And Goran has all, I know. Listen, I'm <laughs> like, with you. I like Brian. I, like I know Brian's totally fucking right. It, it's like, like next man up. Shows you, when a team shows you who they are, you know, you should listen. We have enough. Yeah, we have it. It's a problem. It's a problem with with the Warriors too. Is that every time Sam and I have someone um, that's not every day pissed off about Kelly Oubre on, they're like, (laughs) "What? Well, like they're like, what do you got? Did you guys expect this team to be a top three seed? Like, did you expect this team to be like eight games above five hundred? And we're sitting here like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm sick of (laughs) watching. Like, I'm sick of watching. You know, Steve Kerr talk about we're not trying to win. We're not trying to chase wins. Right? Like, does he say that? That's that's not what the, he said. Multiple Does he times. say that's that? Not, that's not what this season's about. <laughs> there you go. Seriously, he I said cannot that. imagine Spo saying that. Like, no, I no, really Spo would never say that. Spo would never. I would fire Spo on the spot if he said that. <laughs> Spo's the reason we love Spo is just because he's got the strongest immigrant dad vibes in the NBA. Just yes. very. Oh, like, no, there's great. no. There's no excuses. He's he's got like two guys off the street, a two way contract guy, and he expects them to win. We have enough. That's what he's known for. He, he's said that as long as he's been around. We have enough. And he's been saying that throughout this whole time, even when they were sporting eight-man rotations for weeks at a time. That's in, that's incredible that Steve Kerr says that. <laughs> he has Steph Curry out there. 
That's I, such a West Coast thing to say. I would get it if your best players were out, but the I think he trolls. Did. I think he legitimately trolls us. I, I yeah. that's like it's uh like that? Steph, well, that's a great question. That's a, <laughs> I mean, that's a great question. I <laughs> Steph and Steve are pretty aligned. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty aligned on how they feel. I don't think Steph is mad about it. I don't think I Draymond think likes hearing that. I don't think Draymond likes hearing anything that anybody says. <laughs> Doesn't he like her? He likes her, though, right? Yeah, I think they're fine. You guys need to get I him on. I, I, we need you need the the light years Draymond crossover, where he's just unfiltered. Is asking, do Warriors fans still like Draymond? Why wouldn't they? He's been good. <laughs> okay. No, um, it's it's always just. Um, Ever since he's ever since he signed with Clutch, there's been a little bit of uh, is he is he uh, a warrior first or is he Clutch first? Oh wow! Wow! Now, he, had, he had his first double digit game against the Mavs last week, and he gets online and immediately starts tweeting first Lakers double shit. digit. Yeah, for, by the way, first double digit because because despite <laughs> the fact that Steph has given him four on three opportunities, forty five minutes a game, he still can't score ten points. He's an NBA basketball player, by the way. That's like he is a real. NBA he's a real one. 10 points, so he's yeah, he's a real one. How many? I guys, mean, honestly, he he does lead this defense. Like he is, the defense is only good because of him. So, how many guys on the Warriors do you trust? That's not bad. Because I was thinking about that in the context <laughs> of like, how many guys on that team do you're like, I trust you to be a basketball player. That's good. Curry and Clay. Um, <laughs> Clay currently has like four different cats on him, so I still trust them more than Wanamaker. But I would say like what Steph, Steph, Steph Draymond. Yeah, Who'd you say third? I'm sorry. I don't know, like Wiggins, Sam, like half a Wiggins, maybe like Wiggins every other game. You would say trust is trust is a sliding scale. I trust Steph <laughs> to do whatever. Okay. Um. Steph. Uh, Draymond is still very much a. Uh, as smart as they come, it's he's really testing the boundaries of how effective you can be without being able to score a ball. <laughs> um, <laughs> Another thing I love between the heat, you can say the same thing for Andre Iguodala, man. Yeah, Draymond's just like Andre on steroids in that and in, in that aspect. Uh, everyone, everyone else is kind of a placeholder. Wiggins has been fine for what he is. I like Wiggins, I semi trust him. Um, Everyone, yeah, everyone else, you know, if if they're gone tomorrow, I'm not going to cry. How Juan Descano Anderson is a two way player, by the way. <laughs> he's probably the most trustworthy defensive player outside outside of. I'm not joking. No, outside of Draymond, not no Wiseman, no Wiseman. I mean, he might I like be Wiseman. I like Wiseman. I people oh, are I, I, I like his talent. I'm a big fan of where he's going. That does not mean he's there yet. So I, I think those are two different things. Like I'm a big okay, fan cool. of uh, the prospect. Does that mean I want the ball in his hands at the end of the game in, <laughs> you know, tomorrow? Like, like he's not going to play against the Heat. But um, if he was, you know, I'd, I'd like uh, Bam's chances to, to strip him there. Who would you uh, I don't him or Precious? Wiseman. Wise That's not even yeah. a Brian. That's not even a question. <laughs> I'm just wondering. I want to oh, know. We don't even want presses. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, oh, boy. Wow. Hold is, on. Is it, I have another question. I got it. Do you want him? Hold on. Wait. Like, do you like? We haven't talked about this, but like, legit, like, how does he fit into their future? Because he, like, his free throw shooting is garbage. I don't see him ever playing next to Bam. I don't really ever see Bam being a three point shooter, like, ever. Like, if yep. he does, it's like five years down the line. So I, I don't. I don't see how he and Bam can play together. So, like, at that point, I start to ask, well, like, should you try to move him for something and, like, fit more? Like, I don't, 
That's I, fair. I, I understand throwing him in a package if you're going to throw in, a, you know, do something that's going to upgrade the team, and you, you know, you got to weigh the cost. But in general, I'm still in on Precious. Like I, I mean, he's I, good. I, Look, I understand the thought process behind uh, drafting. And you guys saying that, like, you know, drafting a center who's mostly going to play behind Bam. And like, and like you said, uh, there's no, you know, him and Bam playing together is not going to happen in the next couple of years, probably the next three years at least. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, unless Bam really develops that three. And I'm not I'm not here to sell that. That's that. not what I want Bam to do anyways. I want him to drive more inside and I start getting further and further away from the rim. But um, to me, Precious is still, like, showing you a lot for a rookie. I just don't think... Like for a guy that's gonna give you 15 minutes a game, I think he does a pretty good job. No, he's good. He's good. I, I don't. I don't want this to be that. But I don't like, think he's good. But like, I, I just I, think the, the whole point is a little bit overstated because like drafting Tyrese Maxey, who everybody you know fell in love with and who played well against the Heat, everybody's like, oh my god, they, you know they made a mistake. Say his name. Tyrese Say Maxey does not make about. a difference. <laughs> Say Nikias's name, Nikias. Oh, that's funny because that wasn't the name that came to mind. No, Shout out my guy Frankie G. No, uh, no, 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 no. I'm playing around. But Tyrese Maxey, like I think he's a good prospect. Uh, but like, does he really make a difference on what's going on right now? Does that's he solve bad. their point of attack defense? Come on, man, that's not. No, no, like, I, I, I don't, I don't hate the draft pick. I think it was like a good draft pick for where they were. I, I liked it, and I just, I just think that they should look at moving him. Uh, kind of going to Alex. I want to ask you the question, I asked Andy and, and Sam. Like, who on the Heat do you trust? Because like oh. after Jimmy and Bam and Goron, Goron's not even playing. Like, I guess you trust Tyler. Like, I feel I trust like Tyler our, and Duncan to a degree, but because I know what I expect of them. Like, 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 like uh, Sam said before, a sliding scale, right? <laughs> Another parallel. Like, I trust Jimmy more than I trust anybody else. Then right under him is Bam. And then after that, it's I trust Duncan to do what he does at, at an elite level on any given night, knowing that he's not going to hit month. five. I mean, I'm look, man. I, I like I said at the beginning of the show, he's still giving you a good percentage for the type of way that he's get, getting defended and the type of circumstances that he's in. Where they're, he's apparently their number one offensive option outside of Jimmy getting to the rack and getting, uh, you know, free throws. <laughs> like I mean, maybe if Bam looked at the rim, maybe we could have. A that's what I'm saying. That's oh, what I'm boy. talking about. Uh, about the, uh, again, referring to the top of show, top of the show. Like they, they don't get what they need out of Bam in that aspect of the of the transaction. With the transaction being that dribble handoff that they run over and over and over and over again like it's been scouted to death to death and it could still be effective Ooh, we have a we have a live heat rumor coming oh what's right. that i mean isn't it the heat have expressed interest in rudy gay oh yeah shout out my guy clutch adam uh from also from five reasons sports network uh who reported that Lamar- lamarcus aldridge also an no option. no not not lamarcus aldridge there's there's no under no Man, circumstance i, I talked myself into lamarcus on the ward i won't that's where I'm at. I'm just ooh, expiring deal. Nice. Gee, I, I know you're against Lamarcus. I don't want to. I don't want you to get into your NBA Twitter hipster bag. That's not what I'm lobbying you up here for. <laughs> what I will ask you is no, because I already know where this is going. I'm not here to try to get your opinion on Lamarcus. Zach Lowe agrees with me. I'm I feel good any about other that. NBA podcast and get the same opinion. But but no, really, what I'm going to ask. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. That's so. I mean, we all have the same opinion about Lamarcus. <laughs> So Everybody says the ass. same thing. But what I do want to ask is, like, if it didn't cost you much, like, you know, the, the salary filler that we talk about over and over again, and you somehow get both Gay, Gay and Aldridge, I know these guys aren't going to fix everything for you, but would you be in on something like that where you're not really giving up much for guys like that? Like, but you really do kind of give up I, stuff. Like, 
I think that they're in a kind of a position where like they'll never find the guy that's like gonna fix like their issues, right? Like they're, what they're gonna have to find are imperfect guys. It's either gonna be so Rudy guys Gay is like eighty percent of Harry B. So guys that'll help your offense but not your defense. Guys that like are offensive players but not good three point shooters. I mean, Rudy, uh, he's a thirty six percent three point shooter this year. It's not not a dead eye guy. I think they need a. I think he help, right? Like. I don't, he's not really getting in the free throw line. He's not stressing the rim very much. He plays more in the mid range, and the Spurs have kind of been that way for a while. So, like, he takes he's three, not, four threes a game. That same as Thad Young. I think Thad Young takes even. Oh, less I, 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 I'd, I'd probably prefer Thad because I think just Thad solidifies your defense a little better, and he kind of positionally makes more sense at the four. But mm-hmm. like, they, they have to solve switching. They can't deal with switching, right? And and it's kind of loop Sam and Andy and. Every you know the scouting reports are out. Bam's not going to go at smaller dudes. So but so you're when, saying basically that you're out on gay being that type of guy. No, no, like I I would I would welcome it. Like obviously, like they need anybody. Like this team, like is one of the worst offensive teams in the league. Like I think they're I think they're right with the Warriors near the bottom. Um, and it shouldn't be that way. Wait, I didn't realize Bam was averaging twenty. Yeah, he is. And we're still what here. The consensus is he's not aggressive enough. <laughs> he's not. I can see though. It's not really the way he plays. It's not. Yeah. It's not really the. the but it's like, I love it, Bam. He's one of my favorite players in the NBA. But fucking, I see, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I think there's one of these little guys that you're just you're watching them every single day, every hour, yeah. and you're thinking of Bam so much. I think that's that's part of it. But Do you because know how we all angry? think of him, we got we saw him get ranked thirteen by ESPN, and everybody's like, okay. He's in that type of category now. And when they think of guys as top top 15 players, they think a guy who's going to give you, you know, 25 whenever you need it. And I think that's just kind of how people look at it. I look, I don't blame I don't blame people for wanting to, for Bam to add to his game. Like it's frustrating at times, like just seeing him when he picks up his dribble at the top of the key. And it's like, well, now you could just overplay the handoff and you're not really going to get beat by it because Bam isn't going to take you all the way, all the way to the rim. Uh, he's already picked up his dribble and he does stuff like that all the time. And I think that's why we're so picky, like you said, because we watch every game and we know that he can be way better. Like we see him do these hezzies on slower guys all the time and, and be like, well, why don't you do that every single time? They're, <laughs> right. They're or at least more often. When Bam plays without Jimmy and Goron, it's bad. Like the offense is bad. Like he can't hub an offense. Like when they leave him out with the bench units, he's just, they, they don't score. <clears throat> Part of that is they run handoffs, they switch. Fred Van Vliet ends up on Bam and Bam doesn't look at the rim. Right. And, and it's like teams are getting away with that. Teams are like, oh, we could just we could just switch wings onto Duncan. We can guard Bam with a wing and then switch him onto Duncan. We blow up their pet action and they're not going to punish us. And, and Bam's not going to try to repost and seal. And they take 15 fucking seconds to get into their set. They'll they'll do their little horn stuff. They'll screen for Duncan and pistol in the corner. Right. And then all of a sudden, you know, when when they switch the handoff, you have 10 seconds left on the shot clock. And, you know, it's panic time with bam at the elbow right and it's just like part of that's on spo which is why i get like fans being upset and part of that's just like you know they they need a guy yeah no they need a guy that is gonna get downhill because when duck is coming off the hand up we're scared of him it's hard to to do both things though like lebron you know like can do both but it's like man you're asking him to be a top five player instead of a top you know it's hard to be the the main guy for both the, the other guy, his, his teammate does it. The other dude's doing it. Like, Jimmy's doing it. Like, Jimmy Jimmy hubs their offense and their defense. He is a vet. Like, he is a vet. Bam's still what? Four years in the league? Five, no, five that, that's fine. Maybe we're being unreasonable. Maybe, maybe we're being unreasonable. But I mean, you, you know, can always have Wiggins' contract. You guys can have Wiggins' contract. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you lose... Fine. 
you lose to some guy named Coffee and Garrison Matthews enough that you know you start questioning. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who Garrison Matthews is? Good I, I'm, you know, I'm I'm pretty sure you made that name up. So <laughs> sounds white. Yeah, he's lit he's, up the heat on multiple occasions now. It's like an annual tradition now, even though he's only been in the league two years. Uh, we're welcoming in our uh, Photoshop and anime lover, Brass Chaz. Brass, you've been in there forever. You're you're ruining the bandwidth. You better you better have something good. Ruining the bandwidth? No, I came here to kick you out for the precious lander. So finally, thank you. I'm not going to accept this. This is not okay. I know, just trading precious for no reason. Like that's why I hold yes, G- Gianni accountable when I when I come on here. The red times I do because <laughs> okay. he can't g- get away with these stakes, Brass. I'm glad you're holding him accountable it's, too. It's it's insanity. And hi Sam, hi Andy, how you doing? Uh, yeah, What's no, up, man? I, I can't. I can't let him just uh, you know, run over our our, our precious rookie like that. This is. This By the way, I just noticed. Shout out Andy for having like the city nights uh, heat colors in the background. <laughs> I just noticed that. Like it's like the Vice logo. Very wow. nice. You'll be shocked to learn that I love those jerseys. Just, just, just. How do you feel about this year's? Sam is not shocked. I feel about this season's version of it. The first piece of team merchandise of a non-barrier team I've purchased in over a decade is um, like a heat jersey, like the the Vice ones. They're you just, have the jersey? Which one? <sighs> Dwayne Wade, of course. Um, Thank you. For my favorite players. The, I want to say the baby blue one. The um, Whatever one. I was just like, yeah. I'm going to kick myself when they discontinue these and don't bring them back for 20 years. So... You know what they did now, though, is like, you know how a lot of people will say, you know, TV shows shouldn't have more than two two seasons. You know, people will have takes like that where, like, you know, people will kind of take it too far. I think that's kind of what's happened this year. And I don't blame them just because Nike is kind of forcing everybody to do, do it now to come out with these uh, jerseys. But, man, I'm I'm not in on the ones from this year, man. Like, I we've seen enough of a sample size now, and that matters with jerseys, too. And <laughs> I think I'm I not in. The team is losing so much. You know what? Like that them. might be true. I think that's why we didn't like the black tie ones either because they were losing. Oh, the black them. tie ones just sucked. Those those are awful. Fuck that. That, that those are bad jerseys. Like the marketing really fucked up there. I like the, I like the ones now. I mean, I I, I, I was wearing... here for those uh, home strong jerseys. Oh, the home strong jerseys <laughs> had Tyler Johnson and Dion's fat ass in them. So How much fat, you, Myers would have gone crazy. I would take Dion right now. I would take Dion so hard right now. He's available. I think Dion over. The buyout market, baby. <laughs> I take him over Kendrick. Um, I'd forgive him okay. so quick. I don't care what he said. Oh yeah, no, I don't. He he can have all the gummies he wants. I mean, NBA he champion so Dion Waiters. Huh? NBA champion. Yeah, that was a pause. Good call. <laughs> Dion, that was a pause. Dion us a lot of fun times. Uh, and I'm just get, gonna look at him positively. I don't care what he said in the finals. Champ cheese, baby. Dion's a content machine. Like you know, when you're when your team's bad and you're strapped for content. I mean, we've done this before. That's what like, I'm saying, man. You need a guy like Dion, right? You need a guy like Hassan. That that keeps you going. By, you need by the, by the way, we uh we love Jerry West out here because he he figured out how to draft a couple guys, and our our scouting department now can't figure out who to draft. But uh, Jerry West actually loved Dion Waiters. So. Know, when the guy recognizes talent, clearly. <laughs> Fourth best shooting guard. I, I, you, support, 50% Kobe, 50% Wade. What else do you want? Yeah. Are you are you guys are you you guys are firmly Dwayne is better than Jerry West, correct? Or do I have to kick you off the show? I refuse to say anyone who played in black and white is better than anyone who played in color. Come on. Thank now. you. That's all listen, that's fine. That's all <laughs> I need to Dwayne, Dwayne Wade is my favorite. 
Dwayne Wade is my third favorite player of all time. It's Steph Nash and Wade. That's, that's a great time. take, Andy. Just, that's just a just great take. I still remember when D Wade uh, won the one game against, I think it was the, the Celtics or, or someone, then drops like 50 or something. Uh, oh, we remember that. Sweet. Yeah. 46, then, 46 yelled at his 46. Name. 46. Yeah. That's throws the ball down on the court. I was just like, oh, as a kid, I loved him. I, I love Wade. Yeah. And now he loves Steph. So it all really you know, you know, You know what I think the similarity between those three is? And I've been thinking about this a lot. None of them were supposed to be superstars, right? Like that there's a. There's a character trait for guys who were not supposed to be the man who ended up proving that they're the man that's infinitely more endearing than like someone who's been hyped up since they were 12 years old. You know, I don't know how else to put it, but it's like Jimmy Jimmy Butler and Draymond Green both have that same characteristic uh, in their own ways. They're obviously different types of players, but it's just like Jimmy wasn't supposed to be a star and he just like, you know, kind of like, fuck you. You know, I'm just gonna do it, right? <laughs> so it's 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 uh I don't know. I, I feel like that's why you like sports, right? Like no one likes like the commercial, like oh, this is a six, this 16 year old is gonna be the greatest thing ever, and he's already a multi billionaire at this age, and we know he's great. You know? LeBron. <laughs> like, hey, at least he at least he backed it up. I'll give him that. Speaking LeBron, of- Zion, right? Like these guys that are young and they they get the like. I I mean I don't follow high school sports, but like I I knew Zion's name. Uh, I was like, okay, this this Here's is some it. kid that's going to be good Here's yes, a better he's connection been on point. yes lamello ball how do you guys feel right now after uh you know the way he started out <laughs> i just heard their podcast on this you guys you guys ready to go three hours no. i do listen to light years but i just wanted to you know lob him up well sam, sam you were wrong you were wrong yes, on him. You, you, did, you didn't think he was, yeah. be was good. <laughs> i was wrong on him you're right i but Me you too. know what i don't i'm not a uh exec in the front office so i can be wrong um I'm paying ten million dollars to Sam. <laughs> You're not. I mean, if you want to, I'll do a lot. I'll do a lot more film work. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I I hate it because like I want Wiseman to be good, but uh, it's just very hard to watch Lamelo and not think, yeah, this could. Cool guy. First off, he fits perfect with. Steph. Well, everyone can play with Steph. That's not a hard thing to do. Yeah, but. Uh, but secondarily, it's like it's it's annoying watching him being like, man, him plus Steph plus Brad Wanamaker could be really fun, you know? Like it could be, I don't know, like it could get him closer to what what we want, which is I'm competing for a title. Okay, so uh, we're wrapping up. We're running on time. We can't keep Sandy, uh, Sandy, S- Sam, and Andy all night. Um, they play tomorrow. I asked you guys already, like you know, if if you guys thought it was more COVID excuses or not, like, so- huh? What happened? What'd you say? Oh, was that me? Was that me? Yeah, I, th- I thought you said. Oh no, 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 The connection's been weird. We're 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 trucking along. Um, they they play y'all tomorrow. I, I know that the Warriors haven't won three straight. Like, is it? You know, does the fan base look as? And I I like this because like I got you know we don't really you know we have like national people on or whatever, but it, it it's nice to talk to like people that are more kind of entrenched and like you know community twitters and stuff like that. Like, is this something that? You know, the fan base is like, oh, he, he, Peter playing like shit. You know, we, we should get this and then we'll, we'll be close to finally getting three in a row because I know the Warriors haven't had that yet. No, I don't. Andy, I don't Andy. think so. I, th- I think the I think the Warriors, I think Warriors fans are thinking chalking this one up to an L. I think they think Why? like what? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it's Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. Well, is that it? Is that that's like that's all that's, that's all it is? That's, that's pretty much it. This is a team like they're a top five defense, but 
I don't take the defense that seriously because I think that they lock down against bad teams. They beat the Cows by like 30 last night. Um, and it's like, yeah, they'll play great defense against those guys. But a lot of the times, you talk about Steph's MVP case, and I don't personally care whether he's in the MVP race or not. He's great, as is. But they've got to win some games against some teams that are good at basketball. And I know you guys have said, like, this team We're the same. I know, I know. But any time that the Warriors have gone up and played any type of team that's good at basketball, they've lost a game by at least, like, 15 points. And so this is another one. Maybe the maybe Miami is more on the Dallas level of like they're kind of a fringe playoff team right now. But I don't think by any means Warriors fans are saying this is a win. I think it'd be nice if they won, but I think a lot of Warriors fans are looking at this like, yeah, Jimmy Butler's probably going for 30. <laughs> Bams probably has 15 offensive rebounds tonight. Who's guarding them? <laughs> like who who the fuck's guarding them? I also yeah, think go for um, I also think it's like uh this has been a weird season. Like three quarters of the teams in the league are around 500, you know, maybe a couple games under, maybe a couple games over. And so I, I think everyone's just kind of defaulting to last year and what they think is who is a good team and who is not. And like the Heat were very good last year and they obviously went to the finals and had a great bubble run. So, and, you know, I don't think fans are looking at it like, oh man, they're 11 and 16. They're not that good. They're looking at it as, oh, everyone's healthy now. That's a challenging team. I would like to agree with you, but I saw them pretty <laughs> healthy lose to Clippers third strings. And like they, you know, they have this thing where their defense has been okay. They've been like a top 10 defense, but it's kind of fake because everything's fake. separated by like so 0.5. It's so fake. And they're punching above their, I think they're closer to, to like 12, 13 than they are to 10, right? Which is fine. Tiffany, like, I, Tiffany what? No, I was going to say Tiffany on hangover time was saying it. I mean, she was going in on it yesterday. I thought she did a great job like she always does, but she was talking about how undisciplined they are on defense and all the mistakes they were making. And I know last night was worse than others because that's how you lose to the Clippers without Kawhi, Paul George, Pat Bev and Batum by just being absolutely terrible on defense. But man, they have had so many games like that where like the, the, the defensive intangibles and just kind of guys uh, nailing rotations like they were last season. It's not there at all for a consistent stretch. Dave? Like their defense needs a complete buffering. And tomorrow, I'm going to say it right now. I think Jordan Poole is going to go off. I'm trying to think of another guy. He's going to have like a career a- night. No, he will definitely have a career night. Everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. we played has had their career nights against us. Every time. Sure. And it's always a random shooter because the Heat allow a shit ton of threes. And it's like a huge theme throughout the season is that they're, the, the teams are missing. I mean, are making them at a higher rate than they were last year. And they're just not, they're not sharp with the closeouts. They're not sharp with the defensive rotations. Somebody's going to go off. And Michael I'm, I'm trying to think. Remember the name, Michael Mulder. Oh, we know Michael Mulder. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he was in here. Oh, yeah. Mulder and, and none. We can, we can swap them. Then we can both be unhappy and swap them back. Swap them back. It's, just, it's just a revolving door of misery. But you say, I say pull, you say Mulder. I think it's going to be one of them, though. Watch. Somebody's going to go off and hit like five threes. Watch. Maybe Damian like, Lee, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Been, Alex, I'll 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 buy back a little bit because I think last year their defense was fucking cataclysmic before the trade. No, but I was like, talking about mostly the the bubble. No, defense, no, yeah. I, I think no, yeah. I but I think last night was just a weird game. I don't think that they're that bad defensively. And I think probably they were focusing a lot on offense. But like, you know, I've lost what confidence in their defense. What they always done, on the perimeter. That when Bam is on the perimeter, oh, I'm, but the over I'm terrified. I, I'm done with the overswitching. They they overswitch and they're they're, they're very willing. Thing. Once again, it's like the the chicken or the egg conversation with the Heat. Like I think that Bam. But I thought they looked much, good. But man, like he needs to be on the back line, and he doesn't trust his perimeter defense. He doesn't. I'm fine. I'm fine when they drop. In his I'm team fine. perimeter defense is what I meant to say. Like 
if they get beat and if Jimmy's that help man, I'm okay with it. Because like the and uh, the issue with yesterday was that, that could do it. <laughs> okay, but the the issue with yesterday was and it's good coaching by Ty Lue. They were looking for threes from the wings and not from the corners, right? And and because Jimmy's that help man from the corner, he's coming way, in, he's digging in on uh, drives. I looked up Garrison Matthews. He looks exactly like I would expect him to look. <laughs> Imagine That's losing to that so twice. Stings. Imagine Stings. losing to that twice. He went off. Like, he went crazy in two straight like two straight years of this. Like, it's insane. One time it was Justinian Jessup vibes. Ooh. Career oh. night. With a legend. Peyton Pritchard. I mean, I don't know. They're, they're different types of players, but he he uh, beat the Heat on a game winner. So losing to these uh, guys. We need to bring up Nico right? Mannion tomorrow, then. Nico Mannion's a good guy for you guys to play, then. No, yeah, that'll thanks. probably be a good one. Everyone's He's so scared. pale, Everyone's, he looks like a blinding. Everyone's. Do you guys know what a random scrub heat killer is? Uh, RSHK? It's like a heat Twitter thing where, yeah, yeah. like, who? legitimately, every, and I, every team I, has those guys. Who's, who's I, your guys? Who, who, who's, oh, first ballot Hall of Famer, Marcus Thornton. First Wait, ballot Hall of Famer. Andy, who's uh, a, who, who are the Warriors one? The first one that pops to mind is Will Barton. Will Barton's a huge one. He's Rodney's good. Will, hold one. on. Will Barton's good. Will Barton's good. No, Canada's but he's good. great. Will, Bar- Will Barton becomes KD. <laughs> <laughs> like that's, that's Will Durant like, to you against the Warriors. You know? it's, it's, that 15-footer is just butter, just 20 in a row. No, Ellington no. used to kill the heat. Ellington was good really that you bad. mentioned butter, by the way, because uh, shout out Dos Minutos. Like somebody is going to shoot. <laughs> Like butter, uh, you know, smooth like almond milk tomorrow, man. I, it's gonna, it's gonna be somebody from the Warriors roster. He wanted me to get in a, a milk reference somehow, so that's uh, me no, no brand. Did you no get brand. caught in a butter situation? Did the you guys see own. that? Did you guys see that? That that no, the we're heat... just Warriors guys with uh, heat yeah, just... insiders inside uh, heat broadcaster John Crotty called something the butter zone. I, I'm not even sure what the butter zone was, and he keeps butter saying situation. this. Butter situation. He, he keeps saying this. Situation. He said butter situation. He calls it the butter zone too. And, and finally, his play-by-play guy, Eric Reed, says, calls everything what, is, what is the butter zone? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> he made that shit up. It, wow, it Eric Reed was not there to help on the backline defense like he like he always was with Tony. He, he's yeah, checked no. out. He just did not rotate to help at all. Um, Eric Reed and Bam are sim- simpatico. Yeah. Tomorrow... Tomorrow should be fun. Uh, Alex, their defense is their defense is better than it was last year, but it's still it sucks. Their offense sucks. Uh, there's no hope. But at, at least we can laugh. At least we have jokes. Uh, thank you to Sam and Andy. Check out their podcast, Light Years. Check out everything. We want to plug anything. What do you guys got? That's it. No, check out the pod. <laughs> check out the pod. That's it. You check out the pod. It's good, guys. Night. It's legit. Yeah, like, goal to get Steve Kerr fired. Is that the end game here? <laughs> The goal, the goal is for Steve Kerr to coach like he gives a shit about the basketball season. That's the goal. There you go. Dunking the lob once again. Nikaias there? What up, man? Yeah, up, no, man? super superstar. Nikaias dropping in. Nikaias <laughs> making time out of his superstar schedule to join, uh, but not for real. Nikaias coming guys... in the fourth quarter to sit court side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Light Years is a great pod, even if you're just an NBA fan who wants to listen. And it's it's good perspective. It's funny. It's, it's If you like the show, you like Light Years. It's really fun. The guests are great. Last episode with Andrew Sharp was was outstanding, as always. Gentlemen, thank you so much for making time for us. We appreciate uh, joining our nonsense. Uh, out you and Twitch channel, thank you so much for Twitch chat. You guys are great. Uh, join our Patreon if you don't already. Uh, we have a poll up for a watch party tomorrow or tomorrow or one day or no, um, Thursday or Monday. I'm losing my day's track. Uh, join our Patreon. 
it's we have a lot of rewards. We have a newsletter that goes out for one of our Patreon tiers. Another is a watch party tier. Uh, we have other great rewards. So check that out. Patreon.com slash Miami Heat Beat. Um, check out all the stuff that we're doing with Twitch. And remember, pre and post game shows every game, even on the West Coast. So Alpha Souls and Hanover time after every Heat game. And obviously, Jack and I have you covered pregame. We're killing ourselves here. We're murdering ourselves on this West Coast trip. We all work. We all have day jobs and we're doing this for y'all. Uh, Andy, Sam, thank you. Alex, Brian, y'all the best. Clay Thompson's a Satanist. <laughs> <laughs>